It's Thursday, June 25th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss The Sopranos versus Coronation Street, the Ron Jeremy charges, Julian improvises a song about bada-bing, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more, and Mike Bennett Week continues with a pre-show spin by Mick Bennett. Come on down by the lake, sit a little spell with old Mick. Glad to have you. Nobody else here. What are you for? Ain't got no diamonds, just got rust. Got a permanent case of a wand and lust. My heart heavy again, think it gonna bust. And there's nothing left to say except hope and trust. Wand and lust, wand and lust. Can't get enough of what it does. Ain't no reason just because. Uh uh-uh. uh. No mess. No fuss. In the dark, I'd rather turn on the lights. Sometimes I don't feel like I put up a fight. My father used to joke, I guess he was right. I was a fingernail across the chalkboard of life. Wanderlust, wanderlust, can't get enough of what it does. Ain't no reason just because. No mess, no fuss. Wa 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 I put it in my own sweet little town. I'd be the mayor, the preacher, the sheriff, and I'm going upstairs with the use of a stair lift. But that would mean just staying in one place. I'd be sitting there wondering with egg on my face. Wanderlust, wanderlust. Can't get enough of what it does. Ain't no reason just because. No mess, no fuss. Wanna, 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 come on, wanderlust, W-A-N-D-E-R, or bust, I don't believe in things that don't come true, but I got reason enough to believe in you, even after all the things that you put me through, my heart's turning to gold, but my body's black and blue, wanderlust, wanderlust, can't get enough of what it does, ain't no reason, just because, that's right, no mess, no fuss, wanderlust, wanderlust, I can't get enough of what it does, ain't no reason, just because, come on, wander a little bit, yeah, woo! One string wanderer. Nope.
Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Broadcasting live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Jen Grant is with us. Oh, yes, she is. As always. And Fred. Hello? Yeah, can you not hear yourself? I don't know. It sounds a little different than yesterday or usual. In what way? I don't know. Explain. Um, I don't know how to explain. I'm sure it's fine. It sounds great. Okay, perfect. Uh, speaking of which, sounding different, I have adjusted some settings. It should be sound better because we do patch this uh, show through Zoom. Long story. We're broadcasting from the woods, so it's our best option right now. 
and uh, I've adjusted a few settings so it won't compress the sound and it should be the original sound what we hear in our headphones should be pretty close to what you hear or what you hear should be pretty close to what we hear in our headphones a little slight improvement to our regular listeners uh, let us know if you do hear a slight difference uh, in welcome to new listeners if you're out, if you are out there in fact indeed <laughs> can't talk this morning mm-hmm. We are broadcasting live from Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 o'clock Atlantic. And, of course, available on demand as of 9 a.m. Eastern on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. (laughs) Hi. We're Jen Grant and Julian Dion. That's Jen Grant. That's right. That giggle. And that little cute picture mm, oh the picture yeah <laughs> and uh, that's it that's it that's all by the way mike bennett week continues with a spin from mick bennett that's a another one of his personas alter eagles uh, eagles <laughs> <laughs> soaring in the sky no mike bennett mick bennett Punk Blues on Instagram. Yesterday I promoted Wordman of Alcatraz, which is another one of his pseudonyms. And uh, but Mick Bennett Blues on Instagram. Follow him. He's right now. He's in a trailer in the Muskokas, north of Toronto, with barely any internet. Once in a while, he finds civilization and uploads some things. And. Um, he just has his cell phone and a couple one-string instruments. He that that was Wanderlust, which he plays on. I think that's the name of the song. I just guessed because mm. that's the hook. But uh, he just plays it with a one-string ukulele. Crazy. Why why one string? By the way, do you know? I don't know. Just to be different. Just to be uh, uh just to keep the thread of the misunderstood genius going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's just alone right now on a lake in the Muskoka. And I was talking to him yesterday and he's like, oh, I got to get more data up here so I can listen to your show. I'm like, don't. You're, you're in an ideal situation right now. The world is on fire. Yep. And uh, everybody hates each other. And you are just by a lake in the Muskoka in a tiny trailer. Mm-hmm. And keep it that way. Rest assured, we are doing well. Yes. The rest of the world, not so much. I'm freezing right now. I'm shaking. <laughs> Do you want a blanket? Trembling. No, it's all right. Want a oh. tea? I'll let the lights uh, do the thing. Maybe I should put UV lights in here so I could get a tan while I do the show. Mm, you're pretty tanned already. Come out. Uh, hold on. Let me... Uh, how about now? Wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is me... If I got UV lights in here. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Orange Dion. Orange Julian Dion. I hope you're not going to start being one of those people that gets addicted to tanning. Is your sound on? Yeah. No, do you have like something playing? I can hear. Oh, yeah. I heard that and I was like, what is that? First day on the job. Oh, my gosh. I'm just seeing the difference. The color. Hi, welcome. Today I want to talk to you guys about the benefits of tanning. Hi. I'm First Julian of all, Hamilton. 
I'm Julian Hamilton. The long lost son of George Hamilton he doesn't know about. I'm Julian George Hamilton Dion. <laughs> Not No relation <laughs> to Julian George Hamilton Dion the first. <laughs> uh, benefits of tanning. Well, have you ever wanted to look like a baked potato by the age of 36? <laughs> Here's how you do it. Sit in the sun for no ne- no less than nine hours a day. Get some canola oil. Douse yourself in it. Dip, dip, lemonade. <laughs> All right, I got to <laughs> change this. What about now? Here I look really pale. Hi. Oh, my God, the dog just freaked. Scared of the light. The dog's losing it. Vampire. Okay, normal. This is normal. Okay, this is normal. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies to our Apple listeners. This is a video bit. You look a tiny bit like Trump. It's adjusted now. Don't ever, ever say that again. This is such a waste. Okay, just, uh, I think that's normal. Set default. Yes. Okay, apologies. That's a weird start. Who cares? (laughs) <laughs> if you are watching, uh, if you don't mind, <laughs> this is the passive-aggressive way of asking. You wouldn't give us a share, no? You wouldn't give us a reaction? No, all good. You don't have to. <laughs> That's like when I was in sales. You wouldn't want to <laughs> order this, no? <laughs> you, you don't want to re-up? No, all good. I didn't want to <laughs> bother you. Sorry, I'm really yeah. sorry I'm here. That's why I was never super successful in sales. And by super successful, I mean not successful. Oh, I don't believe that. Really? Well, I don't know. Sometimes you're so good with people. Yeah, but it's the sales. I always felt like I was bothering people. Yeah. Like, oh, hey. Which we meanwhile, people that are really into sales, like you know, sales superstars. Twenty-one secrets of successful sales superstars. Hi, I'm Brian Tracy. I have that <laughs> Brian <book>. Tracy. <laughs> I have that book and that VHS tape. <laughs> Did you watch it? Oh yeah. Did, what was your biggest takeaway? Ah, oh, jeez. Biggest takeaway was... Do you remember? Yes. What do you think is more important? For a client to like you more or you to like the client? What's more important for you to like the client or the client to like you? Are you asking me? Yep. I think it's a trick question. Neither. You need to hate each other. Wake up, people! <laughs> It's, uh, well, you want to say initially your gut goes, oh, well, you want the client to like you, obviously, because then he'll buy shit. Right. Opposite, (laughs) dum-dums. It's the opposite, idiots. You want uh, to, if you like the client more, you'll go above and beyond, and you'll, uh, I don't even know if I got that from Brian Tracy. Also, it's kind of like that uh, Dale Carnegie book. Yes, How to Make Friends and Influence People. Yeah, it's like one of the most famous books on people and getting along with people and bonding and sales and all that. Because people always, if you want people to like you, Mm -hmm. listen to them and then ask them questions about themselves because people always want to talk about themselves. True. So if you like the guy you're trying to sell to more than you want him to like you, you're really... Like, even if you don't give a shit, you have to pretend that you care what he's saying and that you like him. Which is most of life. I know. You just pretend. (laughs) Um, When really all you want to do is go home and watch Sopranos. 
Yeah. Don't even get us started. We've got two episodes left. Oh, no. Oh, it's only two? Yeah, two and a half. We're oh, in the third shit. last one. But that book might be seen... Uh, the dog's pacing. Friggit egg. Oh, I, I know. I know. Can you just not right now? Well, I don't know. Just leave him for a minute. See if... Uh, what if he's got a poop? Well, if he shits in the kitchen, we'll just clean it up later. We. Or we'll <laughs> kick it to the side and... Call back. Okay, go ahead. I think he's got to go. Uh, I know. Every time, okay, you if it's either you or the dog that goes to pee. Are we doing this? Are we taking this seriously or not? Well, what do you want me to do? Go. I'm just joking. I guess we'll just wait. What are you guys up to today? Anyway, I wanted to talk about this uh, book, but the, the 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 it really kills the flow. Um. Can you can you uh, leave him out there and come back in? Hello. <laughs> this makes for a radio good radio radio gold. Anyway, yeah, we're on the last three episodes of The Sopranos. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor and get into it. Actually, they're saying right now it's more popular than ever because at the time it started. At, what's going on? I can I can hear everything. By the way, Jen. <laughs> oh my god. I can hear you discipline the dog like in the mic. Anyway, uh Sopranos, watch it. They're saying it's more popular now than ever because when at the time when it came out there was only about 4 million <laughs> HBO subscribers. Are you back? Yeah. Did he poop that quick? No, but he convinced me he had to go and all he wanted to do. Okay, we can't we got to put him we got to do something cuz every no, time every morning this interrupts the show. I agree. Okay, continue. Uh, we're just talking about Sopranos to kill time until he came back. But I was just saying how it's more popular now than ever, because at the time when it, it came out, there was only—it sounds crazy—only four million HBO subscribers, and now there's a lot more. And with on demand, people are rediscovering it. New generations of people, because it did end 13 years ago. It started in '99 and ended in 2006. Anyway, it's, it's just incredible. I was. I've been told for years to watch it. This is my first watch through. So everything's new. And it's a, just a world that you can't get enough of. It's like you root for the most evil people ever. It's so <sighs> true. Anyway, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, but it is amazing because before we watched, I just wanted to say that Derek, after we had that little bicker, he he wrote Derek Sagan. He wrote radio domestic disputes all bickering all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our our commercial, you know, with the radio sound effects. Boom 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 boom. The Julian Dion show radio domestic. What is it? Radio domestic disputes all bickering all the time. With the with the eighties, nineties, two thousands, and today. <laughs> Hi, we're a bickering couple, Jen Grant and Julian Dion. Okay, well, we get teased all the time for being big fans of Coronation Street. Yeah. But now, after what, it's like we have so many in the PVR. Yes, we PVR it. But because given the choice of watching Sopranos or Coronation Street, obviously we go Sopranos. And then we try to watch Coronation Street, and then we're like, why did we like this show? Sucks. <laughs> it's like if you had a big steak dinner surf and turf or a, or a beyond meat whatever the hell you're into or uh what do you call those garden yeah and i don't uh, know what the equivalent of 
for a vegan meal would be. And instead, uh, so and then and then the next day you just ate a popsicle stick. Yeah. No popsicle, just the stick. Not even a pogo, the actual stick. Yeah. It uh, yeah, Coronation Street is. The, I mean, th- there's a reason that all the commercials are acorn stair lifts <laughs> and bathtubs with doors. Exactly. The because the target demographic. Yes. What else? Um, diabetic socks. Diabetic socks. Well, or no, diabetic. Um, are, isn't that what they're called? Are you diabetic? Wear these socks and lower your blood sugar. <laughs> no, maybe it's. <laughs> They're not di- <laughs> diabetic socks. What are those socks? Pancreas giving up on you. Throw on these socks and get some. Throw on these impl- undies. Um, no, they're like tight compression, compression socks. socks. Diabetics. Has nothing to do with diabetes. I am so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sometimes you say now on uh, sale epileptic shirts. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Which this sometimes. is kind of almost an epileptic shirt. It's busy. Not really. It's just stripes. Very nice. Go ahead. Yeah, you got me this. Uh-huh. It's always a nice surprise when you show up and home. With clothing? Hey. That's how you sound. Hey, I got you a... Maybe you read how to make friends and influence people because I really like you. <laughs> <laughs> that book may not age well because of the name influence. What do you mean grooming? <laughs> to have sex with? My my says bath you with... Bath... Blah, blah, blah. Bathtub with door. That's another product that's advertised to older people. Yes, it is. Um, um, I think I said that, didn't I? Did you? Yeah, just said. What about just for men? No, that's even beyond that. Yeah. How about uh, uh, coffin sales? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Depressing. Uh, or, or cemetery plots. Hi. Is your wife dead and you want to be buried with her for the eternal Stop. nap? Stop. That is just depressing. <laughs> what about curves? But it's light curves. Yeah, it's a type of gym for it's a very low impact gym. Oh yes. What about community aquasize classes? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like where you're Hi, going. Hi, joints shot the shit and can't walk. How about lifting some two pound dumbbells with floaties on? Derek wrote. I think he means Viagra, but he wrote Sciagra. I think so. Yeah. Sciagra. Viagra Cialis. and cough drops. Viagra, Sciagra's when you oh, crush up. Oh, cough drops too. It's true. Sciagra's when you crush the Cialis and half of Viagra and you snort it. <laughs> what happens to your penis? It uh, inverts. It's the opposite, actually. <laughs> then you can fuck that hole. Go ahead. Oh my God! <laughs> Jeez. What's wrong? Derek said Viagra and cough drops because he, what is it with? Older people and cough drops. My grandfather always sucked on a halls. Always. I think it's just sucking hard things. That's what she said. Because were there's originals? <laughs> I yeah. mean, nobody under the age of 81 eats were there's originals. Why? Yeah. That sweet caramel taste. I wonder if back in the day, that was a very popular dessert type sweet like maybe not a lot was available so people used to just suck on hard candy yeah or maybe it's because of dentures oh maybe something about uh, but you'd think like cheesecake would be better than on dentures than a hard werther's why am i freezing i don't know trembling i should have made you a herbal tea because you're off cough 
um, Derek, don't tell Derek. Don't reveal too much of what I'm off of. We're <laughs> Derek's going, gonna can't. He's gonna say, you know what? Something came up. I know. We're we're uh, headed to Derek's place. Our guest and friend from last Friday and funny Fu- comedian. Yeah, super funny comedian. Derek Sagan. We're headed to to Montreal to his place on Friday. It's so funny. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow after the show. And so he was in a group text yesterday. We're just like firming up and everything. And we're like, yep, we're coming for sure after the show Friday. We'll see you then. He's like, sweet. Uh, Come with fresh livers. Bring, bring your swimsuits and fresh livers. And then next message, and don't even tell me one of you is not drinking. And <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> it's always, I'm always quitting stuff. Always. I well, think- last time we were in Montreal hanging out with him, we weren't drinking in February. Right. Yes. Why don't I remember that? Uh, at the Comedy Nest. Hmm. And then yeah. one night we were going to go to their place, but we were tired and we weren't oh, drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, right. But, um, yeah. You still don't remember? S- still fun. I, I know. It sounds like you actually don't remember that. I remember. Derek says every commercial ends with, like, the Viagra ones ends with ask your doctor yeah because all old people have doctors Mm -hmm. it's true they really do they really do these old farts anyway uh so derek just rest assured we're still fun i mean jen still drinks yeah booze back (laughs) but uh yeah it's funny i was like oh will he not want us there anymore because i'm not drinking i'm still fun don't worry about it i do a lot of sexual stuff (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> I bring the sex element to the party. <laughs> I don't even know what any of this means. Yeah, we're not sure. Should we wrap it up? <laughs> Speaking of sex, Ron Jeremy, you mentioned him the other day. In the list of porn stars that you you mentioned that you know, Jen, there was Debbie Does Dallas, which is mm-hmm. a por- which is a, which is a a porn title, really, more than anything. Oh, I thought isn't her name Debbie? I guess. But I think she g- must go by Debbie Does Dallas, right? No. Oh. I think that's the name of a movie. Cor- so she says, I'm Debbie, you know, Debbie from Dallas. I mean, Debbie from Debbie Does Dallas. I don't know if she says that. Mm. Is she even alive? Let me Google it. Debbie Does Dallas. And so when <laughs> when we quizzed, when I asked you what, Porn stars, you knew it. You knew Debbie does Dallas, <laughs> and that's not even a porn star. That's a uh... see. It's so old. When you go Debbie does, it goes Debbie does design. Debbie does the farm. Debbie does design YouTube. It's n- it doesn't even come up on. Huh. And then when I put Debbie does D, it comes up <laughs> Debbie does dollars. Debbie does design. Oh wow. D-A, Debbie does daytime. <laughs> Debbie does Damascus. What the hell is going on? D-A-L. Let's so see. when Debbie Does Dallas, when that came out, do you think that that was on VHS? Oh, my God. Jen, do you know what year that came out? What year? 1978. That's your porn reference. <laughs> <laughs> cast. Let's see the cast of Debbie Does Dallas. Do you think that was... Uh, no, it wasn't even VHS. How did people watch these? Real to real projectors. I don't know. Where do you get... Where did you get... Where did people get yeah, that? Yeah, it would have been VHS in 78. No, I don't think so. I think VHS came out in the 
No, uh, it had, 80s. It had to be VHS. I think it came out in the 80s. Well, what was it before? Real to Real? I don't know. When did VHS... Help us out. If you know, please put in the comments. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we VHS are VHS so came out in 1977. Oh. Well, it, but I don't think it was commonplace. Like, I don't think most people had it in their homes. Nope. Not everybody could afford a VCR. What was before... Mark Sarazen said Betamax. Is that before VHS? June's uh, before digital, before VHS. There was yeah, Betamax. It was like a smaller. So, so, hmm. There's probably no way to hide. Like now, people can hide if they're doing something not sketchy, but they don't want everybody to know. What do you mean? Well, like if you ordered a Debbie's Does Dallas Betamax and you got it mailed to your house. You got to find a good hiding place for that. Now we can hide things in our cloud. We can hide things. We can clear our history. You never can completely hide it from the police. The police? It's not illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, what kind of world do you live in? No, I just mean searches and stuff. The police are coming. Hide the porn tapes. (laughs) Uh, I used to hide them. I had VHS because Laurent had a collection of VHS tapes. (laughs) And really? He, yes, he would. And um, we had a friend that worked at Midnight Video uh, before I worked Midnight there. Midnight Video. I the wor- names in New Brunswick, Moncton, and, and Shidiac are hilarious. Midnight Video. Well, it's open till midnight. You could it's rent just video. funny. We could. Uh, what's, what's wrong with Midnight Video? How, why is that quirky? That one is just funny. I don't know. It's just silly. And then the other one was a gym name that was really funny. What was it? Where did you go to your gym? What was it called? Gymnasia. No, no, no. You went to fitness club like in when you were younger. What was it called? Fitness club? SEPS. Oh, SEPS, yeah. What the hell does that mean? Well, it's an acronym for something. I don't know. It's weird. And then there's also one more thing and then we'll move on. Um, there was another thing. Another name that was funny. A sound one. Sound company. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, those are not New Brunswick things. Those could be <laughs> just general. That's still a company. Sounds fantastic. My friends own it now. Oh, okay. they, I used to work with them. They were used to sell cell phones, and uh, now they, they bought the company. So, Debbie Does Dallas is a 1978 pornographic film starring Bambi Woods. So, there is no Debbie in it. Uh, it Debbie is the name of the character. It's, oh, it's, so, so Bambi Does Dallas. Okay. Well, no, it's like Forrest Gump. You don't go, well, I prefer to call it Tom Hanks. Thank you very much. I'm glad that they didn't call it Bambi Does Dallas because that would have changed everybody's perception of that movie. Bambi. Oh, like a deer is going around scissoring people? I don't think I don't think she'd be scissoring. Was it a... Bambi's a, the mother. Oh, no. The baby. Ba- baby's the Bambi? Or Bambi's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest conversation ever. <laughs> The plot focuses on a team of cheerleaders attempting to earn enough money to send the title character to Dallas, Texas to try out for the famous Texas Cowgirls cheerleading squad. So that was your... So when I said name porn stars, you said Debbie Does Dallas, Ron Jeremy. (laughs) Those were your two go-tos. I'm ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't think many people know porn names. Do they? Porn star names. Mm. I don't. I don't. Th- well, I don't know. I could name a few. <laughs> but so I asked where they used to wear- watch porn. Derek said movie theaters. John Lankow just laughed. Ha ha ha. 
Doug said theaters. And then Dave Dave has a really funny, Dave McKay has a funny uh, comment here. Everyone went down to the local porno theater. Got some, porno. Got some popcorn whoppers and a heart on. My My says before 1980, that was on theater, but the real shit with the comedian who talks too loud and stuff, LOL. Imagine being in a porn theater and just people beating off. So gross. Talk about because so for sure there's that no would that would for sure be social distancing. Like people would have <laughs> no problem with that. Because for sure nobody there's for sure people beating off. I mean, you're watching a, a, a porn film, porno. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, I used <laughs> like, to hide them. Well, what's the point? That's like when stri- I never understood why guys go to strip clubs. You're just sitting there watching naked women. Uh, but just like frustrated physically in your seats. Peter White has a funny line about that. He'd be like, same kind of premise. He's like, I don't understand strip clubs. Like, yeah, hey, it's uh, a bunch of us, bunch of us guys. Let's go to the strip club and then I'll leave horny in the same car. <laughs> Something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but <laughs> the uh, but I used to hide the porn VHS tapes in the drop ceiling uh, down t- in in the basement there you did yeah in skidook oh my god i had one and i had one, one porn tape that laurent gave me and uh you get one and it's like an hour and a half long you're like oh, i'm gonna watch this it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna watch the whole thing well you watch it in two minute spurts so it takes about a year and a half to get through the whole thing oh my god so but it was always up in the vent i hope my parents are watching i was this. just gonna say that and the drop down well whatever i was like 15 Uh, there's like a drop ceiling you know and you can move the tile and then there was like a furnace vent and on top of the vent you watched a movie somebody you watched a movie where like a gangster hid some cash up there or something yeah you must have that's the that's the move like i'm sure any fbi or police show up looking for evidence it's above the they must look there immediately and i probably thought but back then irrationally that i could have gotten arrested for it <laughs> when you're that young too yeah 15 16 years old yeah you're that young and you're you're in yeah oh my gosh i can imagine anyway but all that to say <laughs> the that Ron Jeremy's been um, charged with four counts of sexual assault in a in court on two days ago, three days ago in L.A. This guy's disgusting. He's sixty eight years old. He looks horrendous, and he <laughs> he, he he like raped someone as late as last year in October or something like that. Anyway, last year at a bar. Gross. Yeah. Just that guy is uh, horny old man. Just um, yuck. Yeah, super gross. Yuck. Picture you're in a bar, and and they were all in like their twenties. Picture you're in a bar, and Ron Jeremy comes up to you, and he used his fame to influence them, and then forcibly forcible penetration. Ugh, it's just disgusting. And I mean, With fame is a belly, bit of a stretch. And uh, what do you mean? He's famous. I guess. He's like a household name. He's the most famous porn star. Yeah, okay. He, he was the first one you named, and arguably the only one, because the other one was Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> Ron uh, Jeremy's incredibly famous. I don't famous. care. I'm not embarrassed that I don't know porn star's names. No, no, but I'm just saying, you don't know porn star names, and Ron Jeremy was the first one to come up. 
Yeah. That's how famous he is. He's yeah. incredibly famous. Well, I guess what I mean is he's like, it's a fame that no one really cares about. I don't know about that. You might not, but he, like living in his world, if you could be him for a day, you would beg to differ. I'm sure. Yeah, but what does it do? It's not like it's not like a th- fame you'd brag about. Why not? Because you don't, you wouldn't, but he's the guy. He would, of course. It's like being famous for I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example that's embarrassing. Like that's uh, am I like I'd be embarrassed to you? Yeah, but not everybody's like everybody's different. Why wouldn't he brag about that? I mean, I'm not saying I would or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, once you you kind of buy into your own hype, mm-hmm. you're Ron Jeremy. You can have you're 67 or 68 years old. You're dis you're disgusting. Like he's got a skullet. He's a greasy hair. He's disgusting looking. Big pot belly. And uh, but a giant ween. And then he he would bang these 20 year olds. In the in the movies, no, he's he, no, no, he's been charged with sexual assault, oh, not on yeah, set. Yeah, but you said bang, you mean rape? Yes, but like not like in an alley attacking rape, just like uh, you know using it his influence. Matter. Yeah, I know, but it's different. It, like it's still rape, but I'm saying it's different. Like it's, it's not like he's attacking them. So to a certain extent, they're they're, um, you know talking to him at first and stuff he's not just like chloroforming them and then i don't know i don't buy it i don't buy that he has any kind of like no 20 year old uh, no 20 year olds like oh that's ron jeremy i'm gonna go talk to absolutely him. there are no for sure and in, in, in la and stuff for, where for he's... a laugh not for any other reason yeah, but like... that's you do you know no. how many different types of people there are out there and different no. like you don't know how many crazy 20 people... year old in their 20s not necessarily 20. that would be a that would be a crazy like that would be someone no that's not the mass I guarantee, population guarantee guarantee there's some tw- in their 20s years old Ew. that would be like oh my god that's ron jeremy how funny would it be if i sucked this day or like you know it's i guarantee it there's so many different types of people out there to you it seems yeah. absurd I guarantee that there's something, ev- everything has happened in the world, but I can guarantee that mo- I would say that 98% of people would not say that. There might be 2% of the world that would do that. Maybe 1%. Maybe less than 1%. Disagree. I don't. I know you don't disagree with yourself. No, <laughs> what I, if dis- you're like saying I don't a point agree and with you're you. You're like, I don't disagree with myself. <laughs> Whatever I'm saying here, I agree with, and I do not disagree with myself. Eric Hebert Daly says, "Is fame a turn on?" It's it's. I think it's a an influence thing. Like, um, that, that's why it's considered rape because they're using there's a power dynamic there. And yes, absolutely, fame is a turn on. Not for healthy, balanced people, but for a lot of people, it is for people seeking I don't know something, or to fill something. I think no I'll, pun intended. I'll, I'll I'll give you this much. I will say that. Not in the context of Ron Jeremy, but in general, I would say that fame, for the most part, represents some level of success, and success is attractive. If everybody wants to be famous, but not, like, not everybody, but a lot of people, it's like if I could be famous. So when you're around someone famous, you get this uh, this high from it. Um, I don't want to be famous. 
I I want. I know, but you. I want, everything you say, you're like, I don't want this, so the rest of the world doesn't want it. No, that's. It's, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I know, but I'm you're just shutting down everything I say so quick. I'm, you're, I'm, you're, I'm like, people will, uh, you know, go towards Ron Jeremy. No, I wouldn't do that. I know, but there's a million different kinds of people out there. If you're just tuning in right now, this is Radio Domestic Disputes, all bickering all the time. Bringing you the hits of the 80s, 90s, 2000, and today. Hi. We're a bickering couple, Jen Grant and Julian Dion. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, that was a long way. He's facing 90 years. So um, he will probably die in prison, which he should. I mean, if you if you uh, sexually assault people, you you belong. Also, he's so well known; people are going to be like, Oof. "I imagine that's a nightmare being in prison as Ron Jeremy." Oof. Yeah. Man alive. Man alive, but dead in prison. <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, e- uh, Eric Hebert Daly, who commented, uh, has a very. Um, entertaining morning show the morning yeah, report with uh, scott do. and eric their 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 song is always in my head but um me too and i love that song it's really really catchy and they have a very fun positive 10 12 minute show every morning seven days a week since the lockdown began and uh, so go watch that it's very very positive and fun and light uh, i talked about it the other day on here not like our cynical, disgusting show, but um, oh, they it's had so ni- yeah, so positive, ha- very positive. They had this giveaway where they were giving away homemade ice cream sandies, cookies with uh, chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chip cookies with gelato from Stella Luna, which is like if you've been to Ottawa, they have there's this amazing gelato place. It's like gourmet, gourmet, gourmet. Anyway, we had one yesterday. Oh, unbelievable. So uh, we're going to be going to their place every other day to just with our hands out. Like, <laughs> feed us, kind sirs. You know, oh. you know, what's nice about their Eric Scott and Eric are like positive and hilarious, adorable. They're like likable. The dynamic, too, is very, very funny. Yeah, very funny. And um, what's nice, too, about it, what I like about it that's different is it's just a quick check-in. So if you, if you know, if you only have a few minutes, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I interviewed Scott three years ago already, coming up on three years at the end of the summer, two and a half. Oh, I don't know, pretty much three years. Had a great fantastic interview it's honest it's open it's raw it's funny and it never aired because uh, of my time management <laughs> at the time and but i'm going to i'm going to release them as part of wakefield sessions the lost tapes so look for that there's so much back end work that needs to be done that um i have to do mm-hmm. pm is helping with that thank you man well, i'm going to have to upload today actually i can i don't know if i can today but we're working on a project to help promote the show. But anyway, 90 years. Wow. This is a big boner. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Good. There we are. And there we are. Here we are. Here we are. Mm-mm-mm. This Mm-mm-mm. is not opening fast enough. Mm-hmm. 
I can't. I'm running out of dance ideas. I just. I th- but you can never stop because we love it. I know, but it's kind of like the hip hop thing yesterday. If you didn't watch <laughs> the show yesterday, we had some mad bars. <laughs> and if I, I start getting in my head, I start thinking about it. And then uh, my pen went flying. I don't know where it is. Maybe you can just follow your, just follow your heart. Okay. When the music starts playing, just go for it. All right. And your chair dancing, which gives you limitations because you're, you don't, maybe you could get up and you can only see, you won't yeah, be able to see you your face. See That's okay. Once in a while you can change. There's no rules. Daily dose. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll start TikToks, the torso TikTok. I'll go viral TikTok. for just, for just, uh, th- uh, torso dancing. Okay. What am I doing? We're not sure. This is my life. <laughs> What have I done? Here's your daily dose for Thursday, June 25th. So there are many theories, as always, from the beginning of this pandemic of what is going on with the COVID-19 virus. And the first wave of COVID-19 is subsiding in Canada with daily case numbers and hospitalizations declining so we now have rates that have not been seen since the beginning of the pandemic so that's a positive thing it's much lower and predictions on when a second wave of COVID-19 could hit have ranged from the fall and winter when the flu season traditionally starts to early next year kind of similar to the way that it started initially with the pandemic But experts say the likelihood of a second wave isn't set in stone. So we're not sure. They're really not sure what's going to happen. It could could happen. It could not happen. And then some people are saying that it could happen in multiple spurts, like many different small waves that keep being put out, almost like this guy, this doctor is describing it like a -a whack-a-mole. Like every time it comes up, you just kind of contain it and, and figure it out and... I know, but that's what's ridiculous with this thing is the barrage of information, I know. misinformation, contradicting information, contradictory, contradictory, and and because people just say like right now, you just gave three options about a second wave, and you gave all three possible actions that exist or, or um, options that exist. Mm-hmm. There might be a second wave, there might not be a second wave, or there might be one sporadically a bunch like a whack i mean we're just we're just now there's everything out there so what's the point let's just wait and see let me finish the story because there is kind of a point what they're saying now is that really there hasn't been the the virus even though it's been um pervasive it hasn't really penetrated most of the population It, it mostly hasn't affected most of the population so what the doctors are concerned about is that we are still very much susceptible as a population, as people, because we have we haven't been exposed to most of us by far. Most have not been exposed to the virus. So, what they what they're saying is we could just keep on doing what we're doing and being hyper aware and vigilant, and and then maybe if we kept doing that, when things would happen, we could control it and contain it. And then we could prevent non-essential businesses from closing. 
Mm. So just it says here that um, mostly it's the large large gatherings that it likes the most. Not to say that you can't get it any other way, but the large gatherings is is a big big thing. So nightclubs, concerts, that kind of thing. So you're saying the coronavirus is an extrovert? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It doesn't like people when it doesn't like loan. Yeah. Israel saw hundreds of new infections after reopening schools. South Korea faced a spike in cases at a nightclub district in Seoul, while an outbreak at a meatpacking plant in Germany led to renewed lockdown measures. And then there's other countries like Singapore, Hong Kong, and Taiwan that quickly flattened the curve of their first wave and have so far avoided a second wave of infections altogether while keeping strict physical distancing measures in place. It's just, it makes you wonder, like, how long are we going to have to have these strict physical distancing measures? Like, how long is that going to be? Yeah. Forever. Some, I think. Um, sorry, I just had a bite of a muffin and it's gross. And <laughs> my, some people well, want to physically distance from me right now. <laughs> Tell me before you go to when you're done this story, but before yes. you go to the next story. Go okay, ahead. sure. Um, for instance, the other thing to consider, there's a lot of other things to consider. Like if we were to go to New Brunswick, for instance, by the way, I was also reading that New Brunswick has a bubble with all of the Atlantic provinces now. So if you travel within the Atlantic provinces, you don't have to self-isolate. But for instance, if we went from where we live to New Brunswick, we would have to self-isolate for 14 days. And then there's a lot of questions that people have about this virus that everybody's trying to figure out. And one of them is if you bring in a guest, like so your parents, if we stayed at your parents' place and they brought in us as, as guests, they would also have to self-isolate because they're pretty much like us. So we obviously can't do that because then they have to do that. Right. Um, so it says if there's no other choice, but to have somebody in your house who's coming from another province, you must all isolate and you must accept the risk of cohabitating with that person during the isolation period. What's that noise? Sorry, I turned my mic off. I'm just cause it's, uh, you're eating. N- no, no. Uh, my mic uh, thing up it's almost falling it's falling apart here just continue okay well that uh, yeah i agree uh, you wanted me to let you know when that story's over it's over yeah well what's what's um a big concern with this covid that people aren't really thinking about are long term effects i was reading something that said a lot of these quote unquote recovered cases they're not taking into account that a lot of them that have recovered in like say April or whatever are back in the hospital with organ failures. It thickens the blood, I guess, this coronavirus. Dr. Fauci said uh, he's never seen anything like this in his life. It's his worst nightmare and he can't compare it to anything that he's ever seen before. So there are long-term effects that people don't know. So they go recovered. So they go in the recovered stats and then a few weeks or months later, they're back in the hospital with really thick blood and kidney failure and lung, like f- liver failure and these weird uh, immuno diseases. So people don't even know really the full extent of this virus, even though it's all a hoax. And then some people say everybody's different. Like some people have had it and then nothing after 
Yeah. That's why there's so much misinformation. There will be a second wave or not, or maybe it will be in spurs, or maybe it will not be in spurs. Well, I think what that story is trying to say, which I think is important, is that if we continue our social distancing, it will probably just come up in little spots here and there and we'll contain it and fix it. But will it ever really go away? And somebody mentioned the other day that every one of us is eventually going to get it. Yeah. I hope not. I really hope that's not true. Social distancing will be, I think, some elements of it will will stick around. Handshaking, I think that's gone. Um, A lot of things. Yeah, it's okay. Coughing in each other's mouths, that's going to be a thing (laughs) of the past. I don't need to... Just not rock kissing each other's feet, that's not going to happen anymore. Come on. I'm fine with not shaking each other's butts. I'm, That's I'm not going to be a thing anymore. Ew. Ew. I'm okay with not shaking people's hands. Yeah. Putting out there. Okay. The double kiss. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is Quebec going to do? Happy Saint Jean, by the way. Belated Quebec. Yesterday. Didn't mention that yesterday. Yeah. I know. Yesterday I went to Costco and I drove into the parking lot in Gatineau and I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, I thought it was a um, zombie apocalypse. I always say that. There's no one in the parking lot. Do you know that never happens at Costco? Any hoozle. So, breaking shifting, news when Costco shifting. is closed, the parking lot is empty. Hi, I'm Jen Grant. Hi, I'm obvious statement Jennifer Grant, specialist Jennifer Grant. Shifting gears here. Their McDonald's tried to do a Beyond Meat bur- burger. They did a testing for six months in southwestern Ontario cities, a collect- collection of them. And they have uh, decided not to continue with it because uh-huh. they didn't say that it didn't sell well, but they have not continued doing... It was called the PLT, the plant... Ew. Plant lettuce tomato or something like that. Plant burger, plant based lettuce tomato, like a BLT but PLT. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was somebody that was quoted in London, Ontario, saying that she was a fan of it, and uh, she was very upset when the only thing on the menu she could eat was that as a vegan. Maybe it's don't like, go to McDonald's as a vegan. Yeah, I that's know. one person. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's funny it is funny they're like we're not saying that it's not selling well but one person is upset that we pulled it off i am not a fan of the beyond meat uh burger no we talked about this before yeah it's no i don't enjoy gross. It. it it's bad it, you don't digest it properly it's Oof. all pea protein yuck 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 and oils mcdonald's previously introduced a vegetarian burger back in 20 uh 2002 and it was called the mcveggie deluxe but it was pulled three years later due to weak sales well i don't think a lot of like i don't know vegetarians or vegans but what you didn't finish that thought i don't think a lot of them go to mcdonald's and i think that i don't know yeah but you can't have a vegan philosophy and go to McDonald's, which is all mass uh, or um, yeah. What do you call that? Farming, not commercial factory farming. Factory farming. Factory farming. It's known they treat their animals poorly. They're one of the largest contributors to to climate change. Yeah. But you're a ve- you're gonna go. You're like, oh, they don't have my vegan sandwich. 
Yeah, and also I, I think most redundant. Res- most restaurants should have, have options for vegans because if you go out with your family for dinner or a group, a business lunch or something, you should offer for people who are plant-based, you should have something to offer them. But I don't see a lot of business meetings or family get-togethers happening at McDonald's. It doesn't make sense. You're like, I am a vegan because I believe that yeah. all life matters. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, wait. That's out of context. Oh, that's a sound bite that somebody's going to take I meant out. like, uh, you know, to eat. Yes. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that all life... Um, why do vegans, why are vegans vegans again? Refresh my memory <laughs> before I, think, I get in trouble. I think vegans are, everybody has different reasons, but usually it's... I Animals think, should I think it's, sh- should be a lot. By the way, Black Lives Matter. Go ahead. Ofs. <laughs> I know. I'm just that's. I'm just saying that because I, know. I, I just. I know. <laughs> it so, kind of takes away from the joke when you go. Obviously, I mean, uh, yeah, that, that was the joke. That was. The, I know. I know. I know. I'm just trying to, in case that was. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. Go ahead. <sighs> McDonald's uh, offers a vegetarian burger in other countries: Finland, Sweden, India, South Africa, and Australia. Last year. Tim Hortons launched a line of Beyond Meat vegetarian burgers and breakfast sandwiches, but they pulled them due to low demand. I don't think a lot of people are going to Tim Hortons thinking I'm going to get a Beyond Meat burger. I love animals. Animals are everything. Also, you know what? Beyond Meat was so highly anticipated by that community. And it's... Why does it have to dominate the market? You can't tell me there's... I can't. I don't believe that there's not another better vegetarian burger. But, but anyway. I'm upset that McDonald's <laughs> doesn't have my vegan option anymore. <laughs> I love animals, <laughs> and I also love McDonald's. <laughs> so, uh, remember that story I told you about with that chief that was yeah was um brutality cop police brutality on a the victim of end. yeah yeah. So the charges have been dropped. Oh, why? Against him. So charges have been dropped against... Oh, against against him or the cop? Against the the chief. Okay. Charges have been dropped against the chief of a northern Alberta First Nation, who was the subject of a violent arrest earlier this year. The case of Chief Alan Adam of the Athabasca Chippewayan First Nation was in front of a Fort McMurray Provincial Court judge on Wednesday... Court records show charges of resisting arrest and assaulting a police officer were withdrawn by the Crown. I thank the prosecutor for what was, I think, is a wise decision, his lawyer said. In a news conference later, um, Adams' view was that the arrest was excessive, unreasonable, and unwarranted. Mm-hmm. It is another, in, in addition to that quote, he said, it is clear that his race played a role in the police decision to charge. He said Adam believes the charges were laid as a police shield to their aggressive and abusive conduct. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Obviously, the cops were way out of line. Well, that second cop, the first cop seemed to be responding Oh, yeah, he was fine, I thought. But the second cop was a psychopath. But Mm -hmm. my my other question, I, I, I would like to know what happened, why he jumped out of the vehicle trying to fight the cops. I think he was just drunk. You know how like you emo- you just react emotionally. I would never fight a cop, no matter how drunk I am, or try to. But yeah, I know. But who knows? Yeah, who knows what what's going on? But that first cop, I mean, because you see in the video, the cop goes to the car to the driver, 
And then out of the passenger, he jumps out, takes his jacket off, throws it down, and gets in like a karate stance to fight the cop. And he was like handling it fine. Mm -hmm. Because he realized he's a cop and he has guns and shit. And then this other guy just comes out of the screen with a flying elbow. And it was too much. Yeah, it was. Like, there's no need for that. Here's some good news. This that was good news that is the charges were dropped. Here's mm-hmm. some another little piece of good news. A teenager entrepreneur who's 15 years old, his name is Max Melia, designed and developed a wearable wristband that alerts users whenever they are about to touch their face. That's a good idea. He first came up with the idea a couple years ago as a means to reduce the spread of colds and flus. After both of Max's parents got COVID-19 four months ago, he threw all of his efforts into developing a working prototype. So watching this, like the, how the pandemic was happening and everything else, he desi- he designed this, this wristband. So you wear it on both wrists and it, I guess it's going to be retailing for $112 US and it has a patent pending it uses position sending technology algorithms to distinguish between predicted face touching and other hand motions. A vibration on the device then alerts the user to hand gestures that are dangerously near the face. They came up with the concept a few years ago when his family <laughs> was repeatedly catching cold and flu viruses from traveling in and out of London. And you could see how easy it is to pick up germs. And it's true, like the more you touch your face the more you're going to catch something, right? I would have been way more productive as a teen if I had one of those for my ween. <laughs> like I anytime. knew you were going with that. I heard your laugh and I thought, oh, Anytime my hand go. would go down, beep, 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 beep. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'll play Super Nintendo more. I guess I'll put that tape back up in the ceiling. Yeah. Now I was laughing because he sounded so like, um, I can tell when you're reading, you're like, No. Yeah, I see. Uh, you were so low energy all of a sudden. Oh, stop. <laughs> I, okay, is that what we're doing now? Critiquing each little <laughs> segment? Because I'm ready for it. Anyways, oh, that's your daily dose. Now? You. No, but I mean, yeah. Here's your da- That's your daily dose. But you see what I'm doing? I'm picking up on your, your technique of, that's oh, you're I doing meant. that? Then da, 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 da. Kate, that's your daily dose for today. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. I didn't mean to nitpick. I uh, just—it was funny because you were so animated that all of a sudden you were like, "So," and he invented the thing. But shut up. Daily dose. Whoa. <laughs> By the way, every episode we have, I, this happens. Like I play the wrong thing. I'm like, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Whoa, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is once again brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of some of the best hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and grilling sauces you've ever tasted in your life. All right? Trust me. I'm a pepperhead, and I know. <laughs> pepperhead. 
Uh, our our friend and yours, Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife, Laura, uh, have been obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they marry the two. They're married, and they marry the two. <laughs> and they nail it every time. It's really, really good stuff. I, I can't get enough of this. I, with every meal now, eat hot sauce. Yeah, it, I noticed that. It used to be a treat once in a while. Every single meal. You're addicted. And I load it up, and I get the sweats and the endorphins going. You know, peppers used to be chilies. Chili peppers used to be reserved for, for royalty way back in the day. Because of the effect you get from it, you get high from it, quite literally. All right? So do yourself a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They ship all over North America, and it's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. Our fridge is full. Fill yours up. Do yourself or the hot sauce lover in your life a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com today. Gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> yeah. Huey Batherson says something very funny. He says, love your respectful, healthy debates, entertaining and insightful, although... Sporadically, I have to earmuff my kids, Ron and Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. This, yeah, I feel like I feel like even though it is yes, but I, I feel like we try to do our best to yeah, s- like even if the content gets to be about sex at all, it's like I feel like we kind of try to make it less in your face. Yeah, sometimes I'll drop an F bomb where it happens, but not often though. It's not often and it's it's an uncensored show. I mean ultimately. Ultimately it's um yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, say hi to the kids. <laughs> Doug says there's stuff they use in dog food that they use in Beyond Meat, so gross. Mmm. Yeah, I don't like it. One time we had it and all of us felt sick. Um, Lee Meaning Cormier, we couldn't peep. 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 <laughs> Lee Cormier says, Sean, a bing, a fighter, and a cop. LOL. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a guy from back home. Ah, okay. He could take down any cop. <laughs> At least try. I thought he said a bing. It made me think of the bing. Bada bing. Oh, in uh, the Sopranos? Yeah, I want to get a t-shirt that says bada bing on it. Oh, yeah? Promoting... promoting uh, Strip clubs? Wow. wow. Wow, Jenny. What no. years is 1996? Maybe, maybe I should just get one that says Sopranos so it's very clear what I'm doing. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a Debbie Does Dallas t-shirt. <laughs> you should get a Bada Bing shirt from the Sopranos and then in brackets underneath, guys, it's from the Sopranos. It's just to show my love. I'm not supporting anything. I'm neutral in all things. I'm unbiased and I love everyone. Please don't judge or... Uh, express your outrage towards me on social media, please. Thank you, social justice warriors out there. I appreciate your cooperation. This is just um, in support of HBO and their oh late 90s, early 2000s programming. Thank can you, you. Can you do that to a song, maybe? You know, my favorite thing is when you do songs. All right. Here's to the Bada Bing Strip Club. Wait, wait, when I mean Bada Bing Strip Club, it's not a real one. It's from the show Sopranos, which is from 1997 to 2006. So I'm really just supporting the show. I love the show. It's a great show. I don't mean anything by it. I respect 
Strippers, no, not strippers, dancers, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I don't want to be the target of outrage. This is the world we live in. Social justice warriors are taking over the world and we can't do anything anymore. Support, support TV, but only TV that's friendly kind of all around, but I'm neutral. Support Bada Bing, but it's a fictitious <laughs> strip club. It's not real. It's from a TV show, really. It's an homage to James Gandolfini. He died, so now I'd like to show that I loved him as an actor. Show that I loved him as a performer. Show <laughs> that I love the show. It's on HBO. It's on HBO. Go find it. Sopranos. Little Polly. <laughs> Christopher. Sal. Sal, I think. Sal. Sal or Sal? Sal? Carmela and the kids. Meadow. We like it all. Meadow. But AJ's a dick. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a great show. That's why I'm wearing this shirt that says support bada bing. Oh, it's a For Vito. For, For Vito. 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 But I love that show. <laughs> So when I wear a shirt that says "But a Bing," it's really more the show, and not really um, anything else. So please don't the virtue signal me or take it to social media. <laughs> please don't cancel my shirt. It's just a shirt for nostalgic reasons. <laughs> I love the show Sopranos. There, there's a strip club. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. No other reasons. Maybe did you ever think that? You're overthinking it. You're looking for reasons to be offended. And I can't defend it. I can't defend it. I'm exhausted. I want to go to sleep, but before I go to sleep, I have to delete Facebook and all of my tweets. <laughs> it's a long song. <laughs> But I do support the show's choice for having the mob boss have his office in the back of a strip club. So it's kind of like a once-removed ironic t-shirt. I mean nothing by it. Please, I respect and love everybody. I was born a person and will die a person that wrecks, uh, re uh, respects every other person. <laughs> Fuck, this is long. Why isn't it? <laughs> oh, this butt up T-shirt, it's novelty. What about an Angie's T-shirt from Moncton? Oh, Lee Cormier says, "Ah ha ha, good job." He said, "Sounds like simple plan." <laughs> then he goes, "Now I want a T-shirt." <laughs> yeah, about a big T-shirt. <clears throat> yeah, that was great, Jules. It's Whew. my it's my favorite thing when you do that. It was, uh, that was long. I thought I was going to do 30 seconds. I'm like, I'll go to a minute. Then I'm like, well, I'm almost done the song. <laughs> what a rush. What a rush. <sighs> yeah, I feel the same way, Jenny. Well, this was a fun show today. It was really fun. We had great sleeps last night. I think that helps. Yep. Energy. Vitality. <sighs> Good morning, Scott and Eric. <laughs> Good morning, Scott and Eric. All right, that's our show. That's our Thursday show. We'll be back tomorrow. Yep. Thanks to you for watching. We are live on Facebook Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., then available on demand as of 9 a.m. on Apple, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever the hell you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow. Gen Z, I love you. I love you. Derek Sagan, we'll see you tomorrow in person. Hey, by the way, really fast. Yeah. He said, are you bringing your dog because... He goes, are you bringing your dog tomorrow? Because that's what we need around here, another fucking dog. <laughs> well, that an- answers our question. Sorry for swearing, but I'm just reading the comments. We were debating. Well, that answers everything. Okay. You know what? We'll put it down. Derek, you're right. <laughs> Nothing on that? <laughs> it's a joke. I'm not laughing at that. Oh. Waste of time. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. Give us a share or a reaction or whatever you want. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. A beautiful waste of time Time.